1: All right, two words. One's a contraction that we're happy to say. Been waiting to say it for a long time. Baseball's back, baby. That's actually three words. I added the baby. See what I did there? But the players report July 1st. Can you believe it? They have an agreement. Opening days will be July 23rd and 24th. That's less than a month away. Can't wait to see the Rays get started. Can't wait to have sports and especially baseball. We've got Chris Torello of Spectrum Sports 360 on Bay News 9 to talk all about it, along with his vacation, on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick. Just a couple things before we get to uh, Chris Torello. Um, check out the Tampa Bay Times this morning. There's a print edition, of course, on Wednesdays, and you can also go to tampa.com. Had an occasion to uh, wander out to Berkeley Prep, and uh, the reason for doing so was to See and not be surprised that Tom Brady and uh, many of his teammates, probably at least uh, a dozen or 14 perhaps, um, were out there working out per usual. And uh, it was a big group. They came rolling in about 7 a.m. as they have have done here this last few months. And what was different about this is it comes just a few days after two of uh, Brady's teammates tested positive for COVID-19 and one coach, was asymptomatic, also tested positive over the weekend, and two others were quarantined. And the NFLPA, the union for the NFL players, had recommended—not mandated, but recommended—that the that players stop these uh, personal or private workouts, uh, team workouts together. And of course, Brady, ignoring all of that advice, went ahead, and uh, so did the Bucks players, and went for about two hours. On Tuesday, so you can check that story out in the Tampa Bay Times. Mixed reaction about that decision um, depends on where you you fall on you know uh, preparing for a season versus being safe, uh, especially with uh, the number of cases rising in Florida. But uh, certainly worth your while to read that. Also, we talked the other night, Steve, about Bubba Wallace and of course uh, the race at Talladega. Uh, earlier in the week, I guess, uh, uh, what they believed was a noose had been found in the garage of the number 43 car, Bubba Wallace, and uh, it looked at that time or was speculated, certainly heavily, that perhaps uh, that was left there intentionally, um, you know, with all that's going on with the, the protests and the things about social injustice, uh, the racism that's that has reared its head at times uh, in this country lately, um, people were were just aghast that somebody would do that uh, in Bubba Wallace's garage. I'm not even sure that he saw it per se. Uh, He did react to it, and so did the rest of of NASCAR in the country. Of course, they banned the uh, Confederate flag at their races and this sort of thing. Turns out the FBI uh, did their investigation in Homeland Security and some others, and what they found was that, in fact, this was a, a part of a rope that had been uh, used in the in this garage at Talladega that just happened to be assigned to Bubba Wallace in the number forty three car, and it had a a loop on it or a, a, something that would appear to be a noose that would pull down the garage, uh, and was not had been up there at least uh, since uh, I guess six months or so uh, I believe, um, and, and they went back and and checked checked the records on that I could be wrong about the time but it was there prior to Bubba Wallace being assigned that that particular garage, and it happened to be somewhat coincidental. It wasn't tied there to represent a noose or anything like that. It was just simply used to pull the garage down.
0: Yeah, the rope has been there since October, actually, so it's really October, been there for okay. eight months.
1: Longer, yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. he was just
0: assigned this garage this week. So
1: Yeah, so not related to anything. Um, doesn't change the fact that the, there's a lot to do with respect to uh, – um, to auto racing and, and equality. And we'd love to see more people that look like Bubba Wallace, both as race car drivers and in their audiences. And we hope that that, that occurs. Um, but with respect to this noose, at least, there, there wasn't, um, uh, wasn't a hate crime or anything associated with it. it just happened to be uh, something that was more of a coincidence than anything else. Also, the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, they signed their first-round pick, right?
0: They did. Nick Bitsko signed for about $3 million, a little bit over his slot value. Uh, but he is signed. Mm-hmm. So the high school pitcher who didn't really pitch a lot uh, but can hit right. 100 on the gun. So uh, hasn't used I'll that arm it. a lot, which I think is one of the things that appealed the Rays to him or appealed yeah. to him to the Rays was that uh, it's a young arm, it's very lively, mm-hmm. and doesn't have a lot of innings on it. So
1: That's so important. And a lot of times, you know, the, we saw this past draft. I think there were probably more college players taken um, than normal um, simply because – some of these high school kids didn't get a chance to play their senior season. In Nick's case, he didn't play his junior season. Um, he graduated from high school early. Um, but the great thing about getting a high school pitcher or high school anything is that, in particular pitcher, is that they're under your control. They're your investment. You are not um, going to overuse them. You, you're going to have them on strict pitch counts. That's not always the case, and I'm not indicting every college baseball coach, but I played it and they get paid to win, not to develop. And there's a big difference. Um, you know, the coaches in the minor league level, they're, they're there to develop players. And so the organization takes control of that. So for a guy like Nick Bisco, um, they're going to make sure that that arm stays as as pristine as, as it is when they drafted him. Um, and he's got a, a lot of talent. So that seems like another another player to watch in the Rays organization for sure. All right, the lovely, the talented Chris Torello of Spectrum Sports 360 Bay News 9 joins us now. And, Chris, I understand that uh, you're coming off the road, man. You had vacation, the mountains of North Georgia, drove, hit the highway. Oh, yeah. Did you stop for a stucky log roll? Did you do any of that, a uh, uh, pecan roll? What would what, what, what? what happened how was how was it's the vacation?
0: It's a big negative there ghost Rider uh, no we uh, we did not uh <laughs> did not come off the road. we kind of just uh hitch uh, hitched that whole thing right on through there so no uh we
1: breaker uh, breaker we got us stayed, a a convoy
0: pecans if you, uh, you know what I mean doctor said no to the pecans, so we stayed clear of the pecans but uh, nah yeah man we it was like our first mini vacation of twenty twenty, so we decided um. what the <laughs> we said, hey, let's try. Let's let's drive eight hours in a car and uh, with a dog. And that. Was wow. Fun. So um, you find out no, if you like fun. each
1: other for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, we had fun. We went up to a cabin kind of near the border of Georgia, Tennessee. Very peaceful, very serene, no humidity, no, you know, little stress. Um, you know, but, you know, the one thing about this business and I mean, I remember you and I have talked about this. You were on the runway to Hawaii uh, the Jameis news. I mean, you can never not have your phone with you. You can never not have like wanting to be connected. So it's, Mm -hmm. I've got to get better at that, man. I'm just, I gotta be able to just throw the phone and throw the phone into a drawer and say to heck with it for a few days. So, um, so so it wasn't completely satisfying, but it was, it was nice. So, but here I am. So you didn't uh, do
1: that. You didn't, you didn't put the phone away. You didn't turn it on, on, uh, turn it off or, uh,
0: Oh, I can't. No, we had a couple of things Sunday with some Father's Day things for that. I was running. feature-wise. Oh, okay. So I was a little wanted to make sure things kind of went off without a hitch. So, um, you know, and you know, I'm, I mean, people aren't as smart as I am. So, I mean, I have to kind of stay up to make sure everybody else is, you know, listen, this is what has to get done. So, you know, mm. you kind of have to, you know, you know, I, I kid about the smart thing. I'm not very smart. So but, yeah, no, I. Definitely, it's tough when you have to kind of make sure and help make sure things go off the right way. So
1: Something (sighs) always happens when you're on vacation, it seems, that that, that work kind of gets involved. And and you mentioned the the Jameis thing. And the the weird thing about that one was, and this is when um, we knew for months and months, I've been dealing with uh, one of his attorneys for like eight months prior to that. And I predicted way out, like back in, uh, I don't know, uh, March, that I said, you know when this is coming down. Cause I had this trip planned to Hawaii and my <laughs> wife has, go, has work out there. And I said, yeah. where is the one place where we cause we, we were going to have internet on the plane uh, mm. until we got to San Francisco. And then you go over the Pacific ocean and no dice. And I told my wife, I said, you know, when this is going to happen, when we're, when we're over the Pacific ocean, mm. that's when it's going to ha- happen. I'll have no chance of writing this. Right. And yeah. so sure enough, <clears throat> we got on a plane and, um, I got a text message from somebody that said, uh, hey, Adam Schefter, according to my sources, Adam Schefter is going to go live at 6 o'clock, going to break down the James Winston suspension for three games. And I was like, holy fill in the blank. And yeah. so I sat down, started typing feverishly. I had a story already written, but yeah. thankfully we were delayed enough on the tarmac that I was able to to press send. Um, before the wheels literally got off the ground, I mean it was it was surreal. But it's it it never fails. You plan things, and if you want to know when something's going to happen that you've been waiting for a long time, it's when you least want it to happen. Like on Did vacation, you,
0: I have to, I have to ask you. So was there because I've always wondered, like because you know, like the stortis the um are very. And the, and the flight we attendants call them flight... Very, very, Chris, we call
1: them know. flight attendants now. I know back in the Pan Am days... I know, I know. Hey, you Steve, were...
0: bang on that? Okay, cool. So, anyway. <laughs> um, <you know, laughs> no, but, um, you know, so anyway. So, it's like... But, like, you know what? Like, I've always, like, wondered... Like, is that where you have, like, the person is standing over you and it's like, sir, that tray table <laughs> needs to go up. That tray table needs to go up. Yes, that, like, You yes. know, like, they get, like, really on you about like, Yes. Like, like, if this tray table is not up, what's going to happen? Like, I've always yes. wanted to know. You know, it's like the Ben Stiller scene <laughs> at the end of Meet the Parents. Like, I mean, it's like, you know, like, it's like not to that extreme, but you almost, like, laugh. You're kind of like, what's going on? Like, Come on, like, it's a tray table. Like I'm trying to do something real quick. Like, you have like to understand having, that
1: it, yeah. is, <laughs> if they have to evacuate the row okay, oh. during an emergency on takeoff, mm. somehow that tray table is going to stop you from getting off a burning plane. Want to bet? Oh. Watch me go through this tray table and everything yeah. else that's in the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, oh, you'll lose, a, you'll, you'll lose a finger in that tray table if we have to stop quickly. Oh, okay. I'll take my chances. Oh. Um, that would be the least of my trouble. But, yeah, so something always happens. And, um, you know, it's – the driving thing, though, i got to be honest with you, Chris, and we will Mm. get to sports here in a minute, especially since baseball eh, is back, 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 back. Oh, Um, thank God. The great thing about – or the horrible thing about – I can't – I am not one of these car people. i got to be honest with you. Um, I I can't – I'm not a highway guy. I think Mm. it stems from when I was 11 years old. It's a true story. Um, My dad – every vacation we spent – um, him coaching baseball. Like I, I didn't know that there was literally uh, something other than the state of Florida because he was always in state tournaments and anywhere from Key West to Pensacola. That's where we just went. He had two weeks off, and that's where we went and we played baseball. But then one year, for whatever reason, he didn't have a tournament, so they thought it was a great idea to pile three mostly grown children, um, anywhere's from eleven to I don't know sixteen, into a small uh, car that they rented and drive to San Francisco. Oh. Yeah, over, over the course of a couple of weeks. New Orleans the first day, which is not an easy drive, then San Antonio, wow. then El Paso, the longest stretch, oh. then Phoenix, then L.A., then San Francisco, and back. So I can't drive very far without just getting completely bug-eyed. What do you do, other than the, the wonderful conversation with your wife, what do you do to, to try to stay out? I mean, do you listen to music? Like what, yeah. what is it you do that makes you get through those hours on the road?
0: Yeah, well, hopefully she'll be my wife. I hope so. Um, but in, but uh, there's no, always but, uh, that chance. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Let's you know, we'll, we'll keep it in though. Um, but uh, we were so you know what it is. It's so funny because the drive up is is like cool because you're like, oh, we're going on vacation, and you kind of forget you got to do yeah. this hell. hell you got to do this hell ride back. So, uh, you know, the way the way up is kind of fun because, you know, everyone's excited. Anticipation. Talking, yeah. You know, you got a McDonald's breakfast burrito and everything's mm. good. And, you know, oh. like even the rest areas aren't as, you know, disgusting anymore. So it's, you know, things are cool. <laughs> so but then, you know, you, you you know, so driving up is OK. The drive back, I got to be honest with you, it sucked because. You've got a, I've got a ninety pound English bulldog who sits in the back, and she does not oh like the back because she likes to sit up front. So I have oh her my. on my lap for four <gasps> hours for the first two hours of the trip back, and Oof. um and then probably I'd want to say I think we had made it to the Florida Georgia line, and Jen just said, okay, I, I gotta I gotta bail out, like you gotta drive the rest of the way, and I'm barely like my eyes are like kind of like what okay, oh so I just kind of. You know, you got to just buck up and do it. So, uh, you know, it was an interesting drive back, but it's just so tedious because... You know, it's just the same. It's just like, you know, it's like, oh, you're, you got sick. You got 300 miles to go and 200 miles to go. <laughs> And there's nothing good on the radio. And, <laughs> no. You
1: know, like you Except the Florida you know, Georgia gotta, line. The Florida gotta, Georgia gotta, line is actually on the radio. You get to hear the country music from the Florida Georgia line as you're, that's right. as you're crossing. There
0: was, there was one song from them, um, but there were, <laughs> you know, just the rest of it was just like, I'm. Turn it, and it's her car, so it's like you know, it's I'm not used to the presets, yeah. and like I'm not, you know, the her <laughs> presets are not my presets, so the presets are not good, and so you know, I'm just like you know, I'm, I can't really do anything with it, you know, so uh so I'm yeah. listening to like Alt Nation, and I'm like, what what is this, you know, so but anyways, we made it through, and uh, we're we're here, and uh, yeah, but well, yeah, we're no, glad driving you're here. Is not yeah. Fun. yeah, driving's a pain in the butt, man. So. But, uh, May I recommend it. to
1: all those listeners, uh, w- when you take these rides, the Sports Day Tampa Bay podcast is available on iTunes. And yeah. we just have, I don't know, like five years of a, of, of Listen from the beginning, you, wanna... you know. <laughs> exactly. It's like the Soprano from the start, start, with... start
0: from episode one. You know? yeah. And then we're going to have when the called... listenables where we're going to actually talk about the episode. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> well, I remember where I was when we did this one. Like,
1: you know. We. We're gonna have uh, what was what was the show uh, behind the music? Was it? Yeah, <laughs> where, the, where yeah, all the awful a, things yeah. come out about how the band hated each other and this guy was yeah, on drugs and so, and so on.
0: Yeah, we're gonna be sitting there, VH1, and, <laughs> oh god, it'd be great. Like, and they do like the the true Hollywood story, and I oh, I enjoy yeah. that. I'd go for that. No, we're gonna
1: <laughs> we're gonna get into all of that for sure. Okay, so uh, the good news is that baseball. It appears. It <clears throat> seems. Perhaps. Maybe, as we sit here today, baseball is actually going to come back. It looks like we're going to have, I don't know, maybe 60 games. Players mm-hmm. set to report on July 1st, which my calendar tells me is like, what, next Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Chris, is this really happening? I want to pinch myself, but I, I, it looks like we might be headed towards uh, uh, spring training 2.0 at least.
0: Well, it, it, I mean, I think the first sign of hope had to be when Manfred and Tony Clark met in Arizona.
1: And then, you know,
0: then like three hours later, your hope was basically doused because the MLBPA is like, yeah, we, they're, we're not even close. And it's like, well, they just said they were close. Like, why aren't you close? So, you know, so then it's, then it's another week basically of back and forth and just, well, we want this much and we want this and this and that, well, we could just implement a season. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. But we don't like you for doing it. So it's like, It's never I mean, it's life, you know, like, I mean, we could have had this done last month. You could have just looked at each other and said, listen, we hate each other. You do what you want. And we could have had 80 games. But, you know, like we wasted a whole month of July, basically. Now now you have to get through the whole month of July and you have to get through COVID-19, which we've seen is not exactly, you know, just be, you, you know, shocker. You know, you open the economy and people start going out again people are going to unfortunately get this disease get this virus so it's just it's become it's like you're playing against you're playing against time and it's not really working right now for a lot of different uh scenarios so it feels like they wasted a lot of time they wasted a lot of um a lot of hours but um i got to be honest with you when i heard the news rick i was in a burger king drive through and uh mm. i i cried Probably because I was in a Burger King drive-through, <laughs> and um, and also because I think uh, Savage Gardens, Truly Madly Deeply, came on. But anyways, um, I was also a little uh, crying because I was like, finally. Finally, you people have baseball. Like, finally. You like, I don't people. care. They're going to put a guy on second base. They could put the guy on the moon and play. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I just want to play baseball. I want to watch this Rays team that everyone – we all were in Port Charlotte, and we all saw this team coming together. So, like, yeah. yes, I think we're all excited just to play the damn game. Ugh, I got a Whopper, by
1: the way. So well, Whopper, not, not the Whopper Junior, the Whopper, the big Whopper. That's right. Yeah. Onion rings or fries? I just got to ask. Cause onion rings, I like at Burger King. I, don't, I, don't I do. It.
0: I get the I get the onion rings. Um uh, they're yeah, they're nice. they're very good. They're underrated they onion rings
1: in my to- Totally underrated. Totally underrated. I
0: appreciate
1: them. Yeah. 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 Well, you sound a little you sound a little uh, a little like the great uh, late Steve Dumig who who would get angry, you know, at times on the radio and and he would mm-hmm. say, "You know why they're not playing baseball? Cuz of you freaking people." <laughs> just you know what I mean? It was this yeah. It's just lashing out and that's that's how I feel uh, about it is that they're, they're probably not playing because of us but it looks like they're going to play and but but not a lot of games right less than 40% of their season mm-hmm. um and and you know as they say about baseball chris you know it's a marathon not a sprint but this time yeah. buddy you you it's a sprint right yeah. and so if you're if you're the rays here's here would be my concern if I were the rays and Mark Tompkin wrote about this. I thought he was spot on, not only because he's Mark Tompkin and he's the best baseball writer in America, but he knows his team inside and out. And even Kevin Cash allowed that this was prob- probably a little bit true. And that is the way the Rays win, okay, and the way they're built, I should say, is they're built for for the endurance. They're built for the long haul. They they okay. rarely match up with, with the Yankees or the Red Sox or some of these teams with their one through nine players, right? Like the other teams are going to have, you you might you might hang with them through through five spots or you know whatever, but where they get you is eleven through forty, you know. Yeah. Where they get you is they have such great depth in their organization. You know, as injuries mount, um, other teams may not have as good of, a good a farm system. They have a lot of arms. They have versatility. They have young guys. So I think that that's their advantage. I think you take some of that away, or maybe a lot of it away, um, when you say these other teams don't have to worry about pitch counts now they don't uh, and I know it's going to take a while for these arms to get in shape, but they don't they, you know guys don't have to take as many days off because it's only a sixty game season you know, and I'm managing for a hundred and sixty two so <clears throat> I just think that some of their advantage in in the sense of their depth is going to be is going to be willed away on top of the fact that look. I mean, they had a tough draw. The American League East is tough enough. Now, mm. because of this schedule, they drew the NL East, which has the World Series champion Washington Nationals, a big market team in the Philadelphia Fiegel, uh, Philadelphia uh, Phillies. <laughs> Look at me, NFL guy, <laughs> Eagles. Other the Eagles. Eh, dead, the Beagles. And then you have, um, of course, the Atlanta Braves, which is an upstart team of its own. So it's to me, it's going to be a really, really – Really tough for the for the Rays, more so than maybe some other teams. Am I wrong? Or am I right about that? Is Mark right about that?
0: Well, I mean, I who am I to question Mark? I mean, he's he's <laughs> well, you like can you said, question mark. who am I? You know, he's. Uh, <laughs> I want he's you to question Mark. I think, I think he's been there for he's discovered this team since its inception. I don't think from I, the beginning. But yes. here's 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 what I'll say. I'll say, um, I, I think where I see the advantage. Is that you can say to Tyler Glass now and to Blake Snell and Charlie Morton, hey boys, go out there and just throw your throw gas. You know, go out That's and true. tell go tell Glass now to throw ninety eight or whatever. You know, don't That's worry true. about saving anything. You know, like yeah. we need to because think about it, if you if you're Kevin Cash sitting there, the first ten games of this little season are gonna be huge. You know, you yes. can't start. You have to get off to seven. a fast start, right? You can't start yeah. two and eight, you know? Yeah. So You've got to you've got to get off to a quick start, and the Yankees and Red Sox. If if you're worried about them, which you you know, there the Yankees and Red Sox they've there's always that there's always these big name teams with these big stars, and they start poorly. So to me, I think there's no pressure on the Rays. The Rays just have to be like, oh, we can go out there for sixty games. Let's go out for sixty games. Like I still think everything's on the big market teams. And if I'm the Rays, like, oh, you want us to sprint for 60 games? We can do that in our sleep because Mm -hmm. we're always fighting with one hand tied behind our back. Now you're telling everyone you have a hand tied behind your back, financials, whatever. Like, money can't fix this season. You know, like, we've seen money can't fix baseball. But, you know, you just have to roll with who you've got. Now, it helped the Yankees because James Paxton's back, and they're going to get – John Carlos Stanton's going to be back, and Aaron Judge looks healthy. But if you're the Rays, you know, you had your injuries last year too, so it almost helps you out to know that Glassnow and Snell can just go out there and pitch. And, and I, I just – I think the Rays are – you're right. They're built for endurance, but I think they can handle the sprint. If you tell a guy that, you know, hey, you don't have to save that energy for the final, you know, lap. Just go. Mm-hmm. Just just mm-hmm. go. The free, this is the free fifty right here. This is the once down the pool. Go. You know, I think you're. I think you see those guys really turn it on. So, yeah. I mean, it could be a little bit of an issue, but I, I don't see it as much. I think it's just important how you start. You need these first ten games are so critical now.
1: I think the Beatles said it best, Chris. Money can't buy you love. I think that's what you were searching for just then. Well, um,
0: I mean, well, perhaps not. All right. That's fine. I mean, I, mean, I, I I'm hear just I get the a logic there, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I hear all, I hear all that and I and I think you can look at it that way and you just did and it makes sense to me. Um and so maybe I don't have as much angst. Look, last year if the Rays could just bottle what they did a year ago, they were 14 and 4, I think. Um yeah. their first half was remarkable, the first 60 games. The problem is and there's no reason to expect that their ball club isn't good enough to do that again. But over time, the history yeah. tells us that for the last five years, they finished with under a five hundred record after 60 games, and that is not going to get it because I'm with you. You could see a team, Chris, for example, like the Toronto Blue Jays, right, that nobody's necessarily thinking they're going to win the AL East. But uh-huh. if they got off to a hot start, if they were 10-2, and two, you know what I mean, for whatever reason, yeah. schedule, whatever, I mean, all of a sudden – they're not. They're they're. You're chasing them. You know what I mean? Like, you're trying to run them down and jump over teams to get to them. So it's weird that way.
0: Well, well, I was just thinking about this because our producer in Spectrum Bay News Nine is an Orioles fan, and he and I were talking mm. last week. I said, I said, what if your team runs into a ten and like, like you just said a ten and two start because they win yeah. the games one nothing. Or they win yeah. games three two, like they get a lucky bounce of the ball. Sure, like baseball sure. Baseball is so funny. It's not like these other sports, man. You like baseball. You can you cannot be great and still win a lot. So it's right. very interesting.
1: No, I totally agree. Um, but it, well, we're just glad that baseball is back. Let, let's yes. start there. I think that it, at some point, of course, there will be lawyers. There's no doubt that baseball is probably going to file a grievance against the owners for not honoring the, the the deal to play as many games as possible. I think that's what sort of some of this is all about. But I believe that for all the uh, damage, you know, the the back and forth has done, and the lost opportunity during this time that baseball has squandered. Chris, I still think if they come on, oh, even a week, even a week or so before mm-hmm. the rest of the sports start up that it will be so monumental uh, in, this, in this country to, to if nothing else, to, to give people something they can plan sitting down and watching a game, um, even without fans at, at 730 at night, that mm. base, baseball, it will be forgiven and quickly forgotten at least, at least until they get to the postseason if they, if they do indeed are able to go that far. Yeah, I think you're right. And look, like let's give credit to golf and to NASCAR
0: and to you know, MLS is all showing up at Disney, um, which I think is just a sensational choice for anyone. Um, but you know, you've got <laughs> these; they're all coming back. NWSL Saturday they start their tournament out in Utah, and people can watch that if they're in, if they need more soccer. You know, but right. you're right. I think when baseball comes back, that'll be the signal that okay, here we go here's something that's really normal. Here's something that even if it doesn't look like, you know, if if you don't see all the guys hanging over the railing spitting sunflower seeds or, <laughs> you know, you don't see all the regular stuff, you don't see all the fans oh, yeah. there, you know, like high five,
1: least, high five. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, no, air five, air five. But you air know, it's, it's it's all it's something about it is going to make you feel good, you know? And mm. and then hopefully a week later, you, you know, hockey, hopefully things kind of turn around there and July 10th, they do get those training camps going in. And then by the end of July, you've got the NBA playing games in Disney. So, you know, it could be a real, like you said, monumental special. I know they had this grand vision for so long that July 4th weekend, which is a week and a half away, we were going to have baseball, which would have been amazing. But July 24th to me could be another holiday if you want right now, you know, because baseball will be back. And for all the people out there that think the game is too slow or all the curmudgeons who are like, why are you putting a runner on second in the 10th inning? Uh, you know, it's just like, put it all aside, okay? Let's just watch the Yankees and the Rays. Let's just watch your favorite team and just wa- and just enjoy it for nine innings. Just let it be for a few hours. And I think that those moments have helped this country through so many rough times to finally know your going to have you can look forward to having that back that i think is enough just like you know with march and april it was oh my god tom brady's coming to the bucks oh my god rob gronkowski's coming out of retirement to come to the bucks those months in our area we needed those moments as reporters as as fans and i think now baseball fans are going to get their moment here
1: yeah no i I totally agree, and, I, and I'm excited that that, uh, that they're coming back that something's coming back. I still think that it's uh, uh you know the Rays are as good as any team that that they can put on the field and and again, I have a little a little apprehension about it being a short season. By the same token, a team that escaped scrutiny a little bit because of all this is the Houston Astros. Will we even hear about that scandal now anymore now that that now that there's just sixty games, and who the hell cares? It seems like a decade ago.
0: I hope the first team that they play, I hope the first batter, the pitcher just plunks them. You no, know it's And gone. I hope all of Twitter just has a moment where they're like, aha! We're going back to March 7th. Like, screw you guys. Like, I, I, I think that would be so funny. If, yeah. like, I think if, if we all, and even if like the pitcher. And Altuve, if it's Altuve who's at the plate, or George Springer, or whoever, and they even yeah. if it's just like a lob in and they would hit some, and they all <laughs> just have a laugh, just to kind of like see, like we, like, this is what we were really worried yeah. about two, three months ago, you know, like that would be something. But Lord knows they won't do that. But yeah, I would, I would really enjoy seeing an Astros player first batter just to kind of remind everyone of what we were talking about a few months ago so uh, yeah Yeah. you're right though they kind of did didn't they I mean I remember when they were getting hit in spring training and it was like people were clapping and cheering and like they're calling them the asterisks and and all that I saw a few people trying to say something like you know the Astros really want to win they should just forfeit their pay right now for the season and then everyone will forgive them and like you know, it's like the Astros have still kind of stayed in the conversation, but they're definitely skating. I think the Red Sox are skating. Where's that Yankees letter that everyone's waiting on? I haven't, I haven't seen it. Uh, but I mean, it's you know, it feels like these this instant replay scandal is all of a sudden behind uh, behind baseball a little bit here. So it's uh, you know, definitely definitely an interesting time in that respect.
1: No doubt, and uh, of course, the NBA you mentioned is coming soon. And speaking of vacation, speaking of of Disney, you're mm-hmm. a big Disney guy. Disney, the Magic Kingdom is going to be reopening soon. Uh, in, should, should I call for reservation? What do I do here now? Is this uh, is this okay. a smart idea?
0: So, so here we go. Okay, so on Monday morning at seven o'clock. Okay, I woke up at seven o'clock on vacation. Okay, Rick. And I had to go online with one bar of service and I had (laughs) to go on to the Disney park (laughs) reservation system because they opened it up for people who have hotel reservations starting Uh July 11th when they reopen Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom.
1: And then July
0: 15th is the other two parks. Mm. So we have a reservation. We're staying on property, Disney Vacation Mm -hmm. Club members. And Mm -hmm. so I woke up. Seven o'clock and couldn't get in. So Hmm. I'm upset and you know, and you know, so my girlfriend, you know, makes homemade biscuits and you know gravy, and she says, sit down and have biscuits and gravy, you'll feel better. And I felt better. Yeah. But then I went back and I still couldn't get on. So I finally and then we went whitewater rafting, which was really fun. Um, but then I so when I came back after that, it was like nighttime, and I got in, and I got it. So, but mm. it was such a process, Rick oh my and it 's so frustrating because Facebook groups are protesting and they 're forming their own party it's it' it 's really weird disney disney annual pass holders we we 're really intense people we 're good people but we're but we 're intense, so like we 're on facebook and we 're yelling at each other, and you know people get mad at each other over like you got in and i didn 't get in and all this stuff so you know, and you gotta talk talk 'em off the ledge. Like, Harry, calm down. So, you know, so but I got in. So it's a whole system. They're only letting certain people in. So we will be there July eleventh, Animal Kingdom, and we are beyond thrilled. So it's it's a whole process, man, but ugh God, it's it's finally I'm I'm just happy I can actually go now. So but uh yeah, they're um it's a stressful time for sure in that respect. <laughs>
1: Well, you and LeBron James will be uh, roommates, I believe, or at least next door pretty soon. So that will be cool. He's Chris Torello. You can hear him when he's not driving on vacation back at Spectrum Sports uh, 360 on Bay News 9, and he's good enough to join us here a couple times a week. Thanks, Chris. All right, thanks. Hey, if you didn't get enough of Chris Torello, I got good news for you. He's back, 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 back. Tomorrow we're going to have him again on the podcast to talk a little Tom Brady, talk a little Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Maybe catch up a little more on the vacation angle. Who knows? But uh, we'll have Chris Torello uh, on tomorrow's podcast as well. For Steve Burstink, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody.
0: Hi, I'm Dori Shafrir. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are the hosts of Forever 35. And today, we're talking about Club Med, the best all-inclusive getaway for families.